0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Breaking Cinematic Universe. Ha Ha. Five weeks in a row, I have not screwed up the title since the first week. That is a pat on the back right there.
1: You jinxed yourself next week, it's going to flub like crazy.
0: Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but, while I do this show, and Patrick is kind of mad at me for this, while I do this show, I also have the Stanley Cup playoffs on my office TV, so um, it's not directly in my eyesight but it is off to the right. So I may glance my head every so often and see how the lightning are doing against the Columbus blue jackets.
1: You know what? Out of, out of every, you know, if you, if you think about it, out of every sport who's coming back during the pandemic, Hockey's the one that is one hundred percent uh one hundred percent covered when it comes to pandemic responses. You got your face covered, you got your mm-hmm. gloves on. I mean, as long mm-hmm. as you social distance, uh, get taking that stuff on and off, you're playing a safe sport where the others, you know, you're mm-hmm. crashing into people and there's there's transitions of sweats and such that in this case Oh no, they're still, still sweaty, dude. Go well, yeah, but you have know, sweats in the inside. Dude, yeah, I played hockey. Sweats on the inside, or it but, should be. You've got you got plastic over your face, so you should be you should be good there.
0: Man, not all guys wear full shields though. You're talking directly where they wear full shield. But I'm the saying they should. That is, those are a bitch to breathe in. Um, oh, sure. Most guys either wear a visor over their eyes or mm-hmm. nothing at all. Yeah. But this is not a hockey
1: show, although I kind of
0: wish I was still doing my hockey.
1: Show. <laughs> <laughs> we talk comic book movies on this show. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We talk, we talk
0: cinematic talk about- well no 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 you said we talk comic book movies, but yes. we have made it a point that this is mm-hmm. breaking cinematic universes. Yes, that is true. If and when universal ever gets their head out of their asses with the dark universe, we'll talk that. Yeah. Uh we'll talk whatever the hell it is that DC's doing. Although I had a very good conversation with uh my buddy today. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Knight Rises was on AMC, and I'll get to that conversation here in a few. But, you know, we talk all the cinematic universes, all of them. And if there's one we're not talking about you want us to talk about, message us, let us know, and if
1: we know half of anything about it, we'll try. Dude, I'm a cinephile. I watch so many movies. I mean, we. Can, you want to talk about the multiple- universe? I'll talk about that. You want to talk about... Friday the Thirteenth stuff, do whatever. All right, easy there, Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of uh, of news, real quick, because we do talk you know, is mostly cinematic universes. But did you see? And I'm going to be very brief on this, but did you see the DC layoffs that are that are happening now? I did not,
0: but I did see that Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki are about to start production up again in Atlanta.
1: Yay! Good. Big so big there's still we'll hope we get those shows before the end of the year. I hope so. I hope so. And on the and in the DC world, they're gutting. They're gutting multiple Warner's gutting multiple aspects of DC comics, uh, the DC universe, DC collectibles. Um We didn't have this show when this happened, but uh, early on this year, uh, Warner basically said, Hey, if uh, the DC comics don't sell well with the new storyline that we're putting out, then we're going to start laying off people and gut DC comics. We're not going to change movies, but everything else other than the movies are up for grabs to be gutted, including removing all comic books, period, from DC.
0: Okay, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and into this real quick before we uh, defend our one guilty pleasure movie. And draft our ideal MCU X-Men roster.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: So me and my my buddy, we're talking about Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Mm -hmm. And my biggest gripe is he's not big enough. He, I don't think he's going to be bulked up enough. And even after his comments of, well, Batman doesn't need to be big. He doesn't have superpowers.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, that then you need to be big. <laughs> here's the thing. Let me go
0: into to analytics. Oop, probably helped mm-hmm. my ringer off on my phone. Um yay, lightning tied it up. Um here's here's analytically looking at why Batman has to be big. Mm-hmm. Now, Patrick, you're not a small guy. You're you you're not a <sighs> I'm not tall. I wouldn't say you're a Jason Raleigh, our buddy, who is one of our cosplayers, who's in damn good shape. Mm-hmm. Probably the best shape out of all of us. Let's be That's honest. True, that is true. You're not that level, but you're not quite my level. You're kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like you're in shape, but you're not on the super in shape. But you're not in the super out of shape. Like I, I need to
1: do I basically I need to work on my cardio. I need to stop you know eating eating uh, you know eating the pizza. Yeah, there's things I gotta work on, but yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. So
0: here's why I think, and, and this is where I'm going analytical with this. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing about me is I'm an analytical guy. I break things down. A skinny guy would not have the strength to grip onto a grappling gun yep. as it zips you a hundred feet into the air. Yep. You wouldn't have the the the, the it's it's impossible. It, you'd rip yeah. your shoulder out of your socket and not even to mention, you know, the biggest thing I wish they would show in a Batman movie is him doing grip strength exercises, yeah. Like doing almost like, like wall Ninja climb. Yeah, yeah, like doing wall climb, Ninja warrior type stuff. I think that'd be amazing because it would explain a lot more about him and really kind of, but that's hit neither here nor there. Um, It just, Batman The Dark Knight Rises was on, and it just, hearing Bane just pissed me off even more. (laughs) And then he talks about Pattinson, and I literally looked at him, I said, dude, you hate him, but the guy who was the perfect physical specimen of Batman was Ben Affleck.
1: I I think so. I think he was given... I was a naysayer until I saw the movie and then I was like, he's not. So I started seeing stills, then saw the movie and I said, you know what? Out of everything with that movie, Ben Affleck was actually pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, he was a he was a great Bruce Wayne. He was a great Batman. Everybody hates him because of some of the shitty movies he made. Like, yo, you were the bomb and phantoms, Affleck.
1: <laughs> but yeah he was great and i was one of those people who 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 trashed him when we heard that he was going to be uh that that you know he was going to be batman i was like there's this is terrible this is a terrible idea and you know what i was wrong i was wrong
0: oh no you were 100 wrong um not that i like to poke you know when you're wrong but you know yeah
1: you do but yeah no i i i think pattinson doesn't i think (sighs) pattinson if this tells us anything his mentality is not there for what batman what we need for batman um he's not in the in the state that that he needs to be in to play the to play batman if he doesn't understand how bruce wayne would do anything and everything to make sure that the fact that he doesn't have superpowers isn't part of the conversation because he is physically mentally every you know emotionally uh, and every level, able to keep up and best every single one of the other Justice League members, mm-hmm. even though he has no powers, he's able to keep up with him in a fight. That's going to take strength. He's going to be able to to run and, and fight villains and not tap out because he's out of breath. That's cardio. This man would be training four hours a day. Come on.
0: No, he'd be training like eight hours a day. Let's be honest. By the way, you want to show scrubs? Yeah. Okay, I got something for you just because of your uh, Affleck uh, first impression. Yeah.
1: Wrong, wrong, wrong,
0: wrong.
1: <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> so, and here was the other part of that argument we had. Well, not even argument, argument, discussion. You know what's wrong with the DCU? actually let me rephrase that <laughs> that could be a Look long
1: my, my giant list hold on one second
0: yeah <laughs> um, the biggest problem I have with the DCU I don't care how much Christopher Nolan says he was a comic book fan he wasn't he was talking out his ass
1: yeah he was not a fan Because
0: the liberties he took with Bane with everything it, it just it it screams I have no respect for comic books. I just want to make a an artistic superhero movie. Yeah. But here's the yeah. difference. You look at all the DCU issues they've had. Then you look at the MCU. You look at guys like Sean uh, James Gunn, mm-hmm. Taika Waititi, Joss yeah. Whedon, the Russo brothers. These are guys that love comics. Before they even started directing films like Joe and Anthony Russo straight up said they would come back to the MCU for one movie and one movie only.
1: Yep. Secret Secret Wars. Wars. Yep.
0: The fact they know that and the fact they love that comic so much, that tells you everything you need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They know the source material. They're fans of the source material. And they they did it. Bang up job with what with what they were given. And they don't have to come back. They get that choice. You know, it's that's that's what job security really is. You get to choose whether or not you want to do the job that's put in front of you. That's job security. And in this case, they don't want to do it, so they're saying, here's the here's the way you can get us back. Um That being said, that's what they're saying now. That does not mean that if they start doing a movie that we're going secret wars. Because they could have gotten some negotiation where they're like, "All right, well, you're going to do these two movies, then we'll talk Secret Wars." So there's always a negotiation going on the back on the always. back seat, always. Yeah. But you look at the DCU.
0: I don't think guys are, are fans of comics.
1: I think Snyder maybe. Snyder's a vi- all about the visuals. yeah, he, is- mm-hmm. he, he he likes. I will say, I will say, he liked. He 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 was a fan of 300. I don't know. It's kind of. A, I mean, before. Before the movie came out, that's kind of almost niche to say, I like this. It's Frank Miller, but it's not Frank Miller's best. Um, so, I don't know. I think he knows he likes comics enough, but does that mean that he likes, to, you know, maybe he's a, he's a big fan of like, maybe like the, the Batman, the animated series, and, and he hasn't read a lot of comics, but he's watched a lot of that. I don't know. All right. I'm not so- going to try to pull a card here, but he definitely doesn't can't go deep in these conversations.
0: All right. So now we are going to get off of our high horses um, and we are going to pick a comic book movie that is a guilty pleasure to us. And we'll, we'll pull this one out every so often. Um, yeah, I had not- a
1: list, by the way, I had a list. I was like, I don't know which one I want to talk about, but I, so, yeah, we could do this multiple times. <laughs>
0: So this week's iteration of Guilty Pleasure Theater I'm going to go first cuz this is one I when I first saw this movie I didn't even know it was a comic book I didn't But it is a guilty pleasure that I have found myself every so often going back and watching I think most recently about a year or 2 ago And that movie... right, are you ready for this?
1: Yep, do it. There you go. The
0: 1986 Howard the Duck starring Leah Thompson and a young, handsome Tim Robbins, along with
1: <laughs> Jeffrey Jones as the villain. Yeah. And this is one I haven't seen in forever, but it's it's one that people bring up a lot of times to, uh, it's a love it or hate it kind of thing, and it's definitely not appropriate for kids. No, I'm, no. I'm really surprised like that people forget, if you haven't seen this movie, this movie is not appropriate for kids. Uh, Leah Thompson's out by the way. Yeah, exactly. And the, uh, and this magazines uh, magazine, the, the uh, there's a play duck magazine, I believe mm-hmm. uh, in, in one scene. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely not, not, it's not something kids should watch. I don't, it's, it's this, it's this weird thing of like, who is this movie for? Who is this movie for it? You know what? It's fun. It's fun. It's ridiculous, but it's, it's like, how do you market this to adults that don't know who Howard the Duck is? And thankfully, you know, you, you at least got it. It's it's a comedy. It's a good comedy, I think. It's not it's not, you know, it's not as Ace Ventura or anything, but it's funny. No, I watched it as a kid and that was back in the 80s. I was going to say and now and now look at where you get where you came after that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, But I mean, it was a gr- it was a fun film. It really was i mean it was a little weird but you know um but it it just leah thompson coming off of you know back to the future (laughs) tim robbins i don't even know what he did before this i don't know if he did anything before this hold on i'm going to see that i've got to know wow he's got a really long filmography
1: yeah he does yeah, I mean, this is one that by the way, people bring up. As you're looking that up, I'll 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 be a, do a little buffer here. Um, this is a character who
0: Oh, um, he did Top Gun right before he did Top Gun the yeah. same year. Um he also did Amazing Stories, wow. in Wonderland. Um uh, Dang. Uh The Sure Thing he played Gary Cooper.
1: Man, Hils- yeah, most I was gonna say most of most of this stuff oh, is not uh
0: Oh, he did my one of my favorite shows from the eighties. What's that? Hardcast blues. Oh,
1: okay <laughs> i thought you were just say hill street blues uh, looking in here i'm trying to figure out what what he was in that clued people in to be like hey this is this this guy's the thing um i obviously had a really good agent because what he did moving into that was a little like one-time bit uh you know bits on in different tv shows um but yeah uh this is this is also a character which, you know, we've had show up in the MCU in mm-hmm. the uh, after after credits. And there was also there's also, uh, you know, different Easter eggs about this. So this is a character who could show up in, in Guardians 2. What's up In Guardians 2. Yeah. Well, wasn't it wasn't an after credits that he was in or was it during the uh, he was
0: in it after credits with the collector?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: um In the first Guardians, but in the Guardians 2, he was actually in the scene with Yondu on that planet. That's right. Um, Because he was talking to somebody. I mean, here, please don't be an ad. Please don't be an ad. Here we go. You
1: know what they say. You're out of luck until you've gone done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Voiced by Seth Green. Yep. Great choice.
1: Great choice for that.
0: What is your first guilty pleasure?
1: So I had a list here. I had a list here, and uh I could I could pick a lot of them, but I'm gonna pick one because it's it's one that in retrospect people give give a lot of crap about. I don't think it's bad. Um so I could go on to another one if you if you excuse this one, but the first X Men movie. It wasn't bad. Okay, I I'll go to another one then if if that one does not qualify I well, mean that brought uh, us Hugh Jackman. Okay, four but huge huge Jackman. Yes, but his first perform, but but look at his performance in that movie. If you just watch that movie, if they made that movie, and they made nothing else. You would you would not go. Yes, Hugh Jackman was the was amazing as Wolverine. No, X two is what brought us that that Wolverine yes. first foray. First yeah. foray, Jackman didn't know what he was doing. No, he didn't. Um, and, well, he, he was did, he last did, last okay. He did he was, okay. He was cast. He was a last minute alternate. You know and who was supposed to be Wolverine originally? It wasn't Russell Crowe, was it? Nope. It was Dogerty Scott. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. he got
0: filming uh, Mission Impossible Two.
1: Man, it, think think how different the X Men universe would be for for Fox. <laughs> if it was think, how, Scott. Sure. think how Dogerty Scott's bank account would look. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well. I, I still I still contend that this this movie barely now on on paper leading up to it it should have been amazing but but this bo- this movie barely hit the marks that they wanted it to hit when it came to when it came to their um uh, how much it was going to make at the box office uh, it didn't hit hit the hit, barely hit the numbers they wanted it to hit to you know that they their their goals right but on paper on paper you've got You've got Patrick Stewart as as Professor Xavier. Mm-hmm. You have um you have Ian McKellen as mm-hmm. Magneto, which are perfect casts. Um, yep. Femke Jansen as uh Gene Gray, and holy crap, perfect casting for Gene Gray as well. And then mm-hmm. Tyler Maine playing Sabretooth in a version of Sabretooth that looks like real sabretooth. Yeah, I'm I love it. No, it was I love a- it for that reason. Listen, it
0: wasn't a bad film. It's not, I don't count it as a guilty pleasure, though.
1: I'm counted as a guilty pleasure because it's one of those ones that you can say in a room full of people where you're like, "Hey, let's watch a movie," and you go, "Let's watch X Men." You get groans because people want to watch. No,
0: no, X no. You get, no. You get groans. No, you get groans if you say the Last Stand.
1: Okay. If if I say Last Stand, well, actually, um, another one on my list was X Men Apocalypse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a guilty pleasure. I'll, I'll count. No, no, no. I'm not counting first one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to pull the judge card here. I'm going to go uh-huh. Germany on you. Oh. Uh, I will count Apocalypse as a guilty pleasure.
1: Okay. Okay. Wolverine, because you get Wolverine in that. You do. Right? Right. You have Psylocke. Like, an amazing portrayal of Psylocke as Olivia Munn. In fact, I don't think oh, we got enough Psylocke. No, there was not enough Psylocke. Not enough. Great character. Not enough of it. Storm? And she Great. looked like the comic book. Yes, she did. That's what I. That's what I was gonna say. Like the the leading up to this, leading up to this, people were giving um uh, them crap about the way Oscar Isaac looked, and when he got to see him in the movie, he wasn't terrible. I wanted him to be taller, and there were that some really creative things that they did with his powers that you know I, I don't think people would have would have fully would I mean they could have done more sure. But he it was creative and inventive when it came to that. Um, I was I was happy with quite, quite a bit of it.
0: No, I mean, I, uh, Oscar Isaac did a great job as Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's a tough character
1: to do without a ton of CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. And I wish they'd done some CGI and perspective work to make him look look larger and taller um that's one that's one of the only like minor things because i think his character design worked um in a care and out of a character who doesn't who looks really weird when you look at that character in cartoons and and in movies he he looks he 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 looks odd they tran they transitioned him into the real world in 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 a great way i think it was a good representation um i just think he should have i mean i would i would have had him towering very much like like uh, like Thanos, maybe not quite as tall as Thanos, but in a way that Thanos walking around, it doesn't look like he's just awkwardly CG'd, but he looks he, he is not he is not human. He is not the size of a human, he should be bigger. Um, and that's 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 one of my only negatives.
0: Hold on. I'm going to yep. a marvel.fandom.com and it has a height scale. Um, for Marvel characters. So let's see here.
1: Awesome. Uh, I was going to say, uh, cause apocalypse. Hold on. Depending on the portrayal, he changes in height. So. I don't know if I find 11. His height, his height can change.
0: No, no, I know. I know. I know. But I'm just seeing what, what uh, it says on here. Give I'm going to sec- guess
1: it's around seven feet or so. I don't know what I don't know, but that's what I'm gonna guess.
0: Okay, well I'm at six foot three right now. Huh. Craven is
1: six foot three. Hmm. I would I would expect him to be six six or so.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Deathlock is six four. Okay. okay. Uh,
0: let's see here. Hercules Earth six one six is six five. Rhino is only six five. That seems weird.
1: Uh, Colossus is six, six. Yeah. I would expect, I would, I would imagine Rhino was like uh, at least seven feet.
0: Iron Man, including armor is six, six.
1: Including armor. Okay. Okay.
0: Thor is six, six. Okay. Uh, Beta Ray Bill is six, seven. Dr. Doom is six, seven. Kingpin is six, seven. Thanos is six, seven. She-Hulk is six, seven. Wow. Uh, Hold on. I guess Thanos
1: Thanos is much larger in the, in the movies than he's in the comics.
0: Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Abomination, Cable, um, are six eight. Uh huh. I don't know anybody on the six nine list. Six ten, don't know anybody there. Uh, <laughs> Omega Red is six eleven. Nice. Apocalypse, on average, is seven foot. However, po- Apocalypse can grow substantially greater heights.
1: There you go.
0: Also, people who are seven foot, Hulk. Man, thing mm-hmm. there's rhino on the list again, which I don't get that one. Uh, let's see who's the t- rhino,
1: different earth. Uh, Surtur. Juggernaut's got to be taller than that, right? Um, uh, and again, Juggernaut in Deadpool 2 is way taller than he would be usually is nine foot nine, five, nine feet, nine foot okay. five inches. I would have guessed a little bit shorter than that, but that makes sense. I mean. <laughs> That makes sense for Juggernaut. The um, tallest mm-hmm. um Marvel characters, mm-hmm. Black, Dragon 100 like... okay. no. Black Dragon at
0: a hundred feet, Black Dragon at a hundred feet, Surtur and Ymir mm-hmm. at a thousand feet, Nezar the Calculator at two thousand feet,
1: and Exitar at twenty thousand feet. So then yeah, we're we're talking we're no longer in the in the realm of uh of mutants and mortals at that point. <laughs> no. Nope. No, no, no all right, so I will
0: accept Apocalypse. I will not accept the first X Men because it I don't I don't see it as a guilty
1: pleasure. Or I see it I as think, a good movie that mm-hmm. really kick started comic book movies. In 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 retrospect, sure. In retrospect, I, I I agree. So yeah, so X, Apocalypse will go as my, my guilty pleasure for this round for this round of guilty pleasure theater.
0: Okay. So next. Which
1: X-Men should be introduced first in the MCU? So this this one came came to me in a flash of light into my brain noggin and I, I got so excited because I was like, how cool would this be? If we did was it before, draft. after?
0: Was it before, after your wife hit you over the head with a frying pan?
1: That was after. <laughs> as all good okay. things are. So, it came to me in a in a dream, if you will, a waking dream that I said, "Self, how would you orchestrate a draft? As if we are drafting from any X Men, which and and, 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 and and Trevor mentioned he's he's more knowledgeable on the on the film, and we're talking cinematic universes anyway, so that's fine." If you can draft any X-Men, let's draft a team. I have five picks. Trevor, you have your five picks? Um, yes. We'll call it yes. So we're going to draft down. So we're going to argue out who we want to have on our team.
0: Yeah, I've got the entire list of every uh, character to ever be a part of the X-Men. Okay, so
1: we're going to draft. We're going to draft from there. And we're we're going to essentially argue out who should and should not be in there. I have five. You have X amount. We're going to narrow this down to six. That would be our agreed upon. Let's have them as uh, as a, as, so this is, this is kind of free form as opposed to this is definitive. We're going to argue this out and say why we should, why we think certain characters should and should not be on the list. So, um, so we're going to draft our team first. No, no, we're, we're like, we're going to, we're literally picking our characters. We're, we've, I, I guess we're going to draft first. Yeah, you're right. We're drafting first. So you pick out of you pick out of the list, and then we're going to take those five on five v five and whittle it down to six. So it could be three from each of us if we're if if we are like, hey, there's there's really good picks on all this, or one of us may concede and say, you know what, I agree with your pick. Let's put your pick on the list instead. So we draft first, and then after we draft, we're going to argue this out debate style to whittle it down to six.
0: Okay, so hold on um let me let me see
1: so all right,
0: hold on we can We're We're I, I've got okay. a point okay uh, I'll let you call heads or tails okay ready, One, ready? Three,
1: head tails uh, nope Land on heads all right I just Wikipedia it. So because I've got my list of who I want to have for my pick, but I can Wikipedia it. So I can, uh, I can follow along. You can follow along as well. If you want to check up Wikipedia on any of these characters and let us know, by the way, if we get shit wrong about these characters, let us know.
0: Oh yeah. Um. Well, let Patrick know. I, I don't like being told I'm wrong <laughs> um, with the first overall pick. I am going to go with an OG yeah. I am gonna go with Scott Summers, aka Cyclops. Did you not? That was that was gonna be my first pick. How can, pick. Go, how can you not go with, with Scott Summers? <laughs> um I like Ty Sheridan's uh portrayal of him in the prequel universe. Um but I always thought James Mar- uh, Marsden yes. looked exactly what Cyclops should look like.
1: He acted like Cyclops too. Huh? He had a great like persona as Cyclops too. Like other than Wolverine coming in there and and wrecking shop and like, and say like, and making people question like leadership. Scott, I mean, Summers was a a great leader in that.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's me. How do I know? You're a dick. (laughs) Okay. All right. With the second overall pick, Patrick. Okay. I
1: have... I have quite a bit on here i have quite a bit on here but i feel like that the, and there are some of these that i that i queued up i think not only are ones that i want but i also i also feel like they're gonna work in the mcu they're they're natural and that's why my second pick or sorry my first pick which is the second pick of our list is storm storm okay great uh, amazing powerful Marvel uh, mutant also connected to black panther connected i mean The two get married. Spoiler alert. So perfect to bring her into the foray. Uh, Whether she gets introduced within the team or not, I feel like this is... I think she's going to be on there and then they'll bring her into the team (laughs) one way or another.
0: So with the third overall pick in the X-Men MCU draft, my pick is a 1990s recruit. Somebody who came in later uh, but was a fan favorite. That would be one Remy Lebeau.
1: Gambit. Gambit. Gambit's such a great character. Um, there's a lot. By the way, you're going to see a lot of us just go. Bo- both of us just go. Yeah, that's good. Like, in. <laughs> oh, this, we're going to make the, the trimming it down very difficult. It's going to be very difficult. Gambit. Gambit's great. Not only. I mean, it's not just his powers his his uh his persona, his comedy, the way he can t- cut tension. Um he's you know he's no Spider Man, but the man can quip. So that's oh, yeah. a good pick. That's a good pick. And it wasn't on my it wasn't on my list, so I still got I still got more to go.
0: <laughs> With the fourth overall pick Patrick, who do you take? Oh okay. Hey, and okay. by the way, by the way, we do need to preface this because we did not Professor X is undraftable. Correct. He has he to be the automatically teams. there. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Hopefully not portrayed by Michael Jackson.
1: <laughs> but, which he wanted to do that. You know about that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for those who didn't know, Michael Jackson wanted to be in the X-Men movie back when they made, were making the X-Men movie and he wanted to be Professor Xavier. So yeah, because that that's, what we, on Michael Jackson. that's that what we want to do. That's what we
0: want to do. Put Michael Jackson in a school full of kids. That
1: sounds like a <laughs> great idea. And we're moving on. Let's go for pick number four, Kitty Pride, because we Ooh. we got to see some good Kitty Pride action finally, finally, in uh Days of Future Past, which which was weird because she was using a power she doesn't use or she doesn't have. Um, as soon as as soon as she popped in in the in the oh was it X two. She's no, sorry, she was in the first X-Men movie. Then she's she's in every one of them? No. One, two, and days of future past. Um, I think that she's a great character. Great, uh, great analog. In fact, she could be the analog for viewers to experience what the school is about. You have your new student coming in, mm-hmm. um, which was Rogue in the X-Men movies and the 90s animated series. It was Jubilee, which is honestly still not a bad character. She's just mm, it's hard to do that character right. I think Kitty Pride is a really great character that per, that her personality would work for that as an analog and not being uh, for for us to learn about the X Men, uh, but also she has connections to Colossus. In you know, I, I think it would work great to have the two of them together in uh, in the MCU.
0: Okay, with the fifth or er, yeah, fifth overall uh-huh. pick, uh-huh. I'm going Mrs. Remy Lebeau.
1: I'm going rogue. Good. Good. Which uh, was also on my list. Um, not only is she a good character, uh, we have the connection to Miss Marvel,
0: to mm-hmm. start Captain
1: Marvel, um, which they can bring her character in uh, pre-powers and then have her get her flight and strength from Captain Marvel. So it's another that one that what works. Her? What's that? Is that where she gets her powers? Yeah, that's where she got that power. So so Rogues' only powers were uh, absorbing uh, life force, if you will. So if you're doing that to a human, it can drain them, it could kill them. If she does it to a human, she can absorb their powers. And she did it to Captain Marvel too long, to the point where she permanently absorbed part of her psyche. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Which, which would also uh, give us a chance to see uh, Brie Larson put out of commission for just a little bit in the uh, MCU. Oh! <laughs> what was that? Oh, I'm just giving my, I'm just saying, oh, like, that's a good joke.
0: Oh, oh there you go, okay. Easy was there. Was it
1: that bad of a joke?
0: Easy there, Andrew Dice Clay.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> All right. So you got your, you got your list. You got, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. you got your, your third pick rogue. So the uh, sixth overall, again, going to, going to 10 here. Cause you did pick one of mine. So I am going, Oh man, this okay. Now it gets, now it gets difficult. Um, Not a for- lot, now some of mine are ones that I'd like to see pulled from the Fox universe, from the Fox cinematic universe. And I'm going to go with beast for the next one. Um, beast is, yeah is such a great character and i'd and like just well to... by nicholas holt yeah no i i think i think he did i think he did a good job i would like to see him voiced by kelsey Grammer again but maybe it's just me i'd like to see kelsey that Grammer didn't just voice him he was in the suit i agree no i agree he oh, was okay. i'm saying i'm okay with him if he's like you know what i'll just do the voice and we'll do like a like an ape sapien situation in uh in hellboy or um you know, similar to what they did with Colossus. If you know, they can do a CGI beast who looks like real beast, you could have, you could do prosthetics with CGI um, enhancement, which by the way, is like one of the coolest things you've, I've ever seen where they have people in, in uh, prosthetics and then they use CGI to uh, enhance it, which is what they did with vision. That's why vision looks so, so good and so real. Um, do that with beast and you have an amazing character. Plus you need to have, you need to have some, some big time brains on this team. And beast is a great, not only, not only in regards to intelligence, but philosophy and ethics. Uh, there's your moral compass right there. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. So my next pick, the seventh overall would actually lead him to his own movie. Um, maybe setting up some kind of like break at the end, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going with Namor McKenzie,
1: AKA the Submariner. So, technically, technically, you are correct. <laughs> he, he, you know, he teamed up as a more recent recruit. Um, so I can't, I can't say no to it. Cause I'm like, oh, he's technically he did. He did enlist at some point. Um, in the early
0: two thousands, actually yep. to be exact, it was uncanny X-Men number five thirteen in 2009.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cause you got Wikipedia. Um, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So Namor, Namor needs to have his own movie. This, this Could would be it, something, honestly, actually, true. this, what was that? Could be his introduction to the MCU. Well, that's what I was going to say. And uh, legally, uh, in order for him, uh, so legally, uh, Submariner Namor uh, cannot be in his own movie right now without basically approval of Universal. Um, But they may be able to negotiate an appearance. So putting him in X-Men may be a way to to dip their toes in the water to say Hey, the character is showing up. He may not have his own movie, but he's showing up, so it's an interesting pick. Interesting pick.
0: All right, well, that's my seventh pick. Who right. is
1: your a your fourth pick? Well, we already talked about oh, yeah. him earlier on the show. And Batman. Yes. When did Batman, Batman. join the When did join the uh, X Men? Oh, I wish. Um, no, we. You know he couldn't get along with the kids. Come on, like. He's 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 good if it's like extremely structured, but he maybe yeah. that's who, maybe that's who uh, Michael Jackson wanted to play Batman. Yeah. I mean, he's got kids around him. He does. But like Batman is like the most regimented, like if if you don't follow these rules as uh, under my roof, it is not going to work. And I don't think that would I don't think that works for X-Men. Uh, no. You got to have some freedom in there. Um, other character, we we mentioned him earlier on in the show. Uh, and if if they both end up on this final list, I'll be very happy uh, because Colossus showed how um how, it showed how great he was in Deadpool and Deadpool Two. We got to see how great the character is. Mm-hmm. I would say take him, put him in, bring Kitty Pride in. There's your there's your love connection in the movie. You don't you just just little bits, little bits of a, a tendering romance that will that will blossom. These two characters uh, would be perfect for on, uh, great on-screen chemistry, great history with these characters. Um and and Colossus was one of the I mean, the Deadpool movies are great, but Colossus was amazing in those movies.
0: No, he was, and I'll I'll back you up on that. So my final pick and it could be a way to blend universes. Okay. My final pick is Cable. Ooh
1: right off the bat
0: <laughs> it'd be a way to bring deadpool
1: into the mcu you can bring deadpool to the mcu without break how do you bring cable in because, oh, how, do you, how do you bring cable in
0: here's the thing they when you they haven't can't, ed- they what? can't do another origin movie of the x-men
1: no they, they can't but uh, they okay. could have been operating okay who are cable's parents Jean Grey and Cyclops. Not Jean Grey. Who are his Jean Grey's clone.
0: <laughs> so
1: we're not only bringing in the child of two, uh, two X-Men, we're bringing in the child of a clone, Madeline Pryor, instead of Jean Grey. And we haven't even brought in Jean Grey. So... Okay, hold on. Let that me was my next pick anyways was Gene Grey, so... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay let me, pick, let me change.
1: let's talk let's talk cable for a minute gene gene gray is my 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 final pick but um
0: Ooh, cable no, nope 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 i changed i changed my pick okay okay i'm my pick. i going for a 1980s character okay uh i'm going forge
1: Ooh. that's a great that's a great pick that's a great pick um for when we, and again another character we only got to see a little bit in the X-Men universe. Forge is Forge is a great character. Um if and if you're going to if you can't bring on Cable, bring on Forge. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> he won't he won't spoil the ending for everybody when it comes to uh when it comes to to the future.
0: Wait, he was in one of the movies? Yeah. Which one was he in?
1: Uh, Days of Future Past, right? Uh days. Yeah, I think you're yeah. thinking Bishop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I thought it was. Yeah, you're right. Bishop was in there. Why am I thinking? Yeah, Bishop is in there. Sorry. Forge. I, I don't know why. Like, I've I've. it's been forever since I've seen Days of Future Past, and it was like a blink and you miss it moment. So for some reason, I, I, I thought it was uh, Forge. No, Bishop. Bishop, you're right.
0: Yeah, Forge is has superhuman, superhuman intuitive talent at inverting or inventing Inventing. genius level intelligence various mystical abilities and is a skilled marksman
1: yep and an old school native american medicine man Mm -hmm. um no no forge is a great character i don't i had a like a i don't know uh Spank me if you want for the uh for the miss on Forge versus versus Bishop. Like it that, that's barely not, in the middle.
0: I don't want to spank you ever. Come on, somebody ever, spank me.
1: Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. So we have our list now. And by the way, I've got that in the in our Google doc if you want if you need to. Uh, you haven't done there. your shift yet. Yeah, I have. Gene Gray. Oh, Jean Grey. That's right. Jean Grey. I was like, I was going to pick her anyways. That's why you pick Cable. I'm like, well, I'm going to pick Jean Grey anyways. So, um, yeah, Jean. Jean, not only being uh, being early on in the X Men, she's she's a great buffer for uh, for Cyclops. Um, she's a yin to his yang. Um, also allows for for some for you know Professor Xavier's talking about like the telepathy. Uh, telekinesis aspect of what they're doing. And Jean is almost like, you know, she's, she's the kind of the junior aspect of that. She's crazy powerful. Um, but she's, she's, you know, not as versed as, as professor Xavier, I mean, technically Xavier's more powerful than her when it comes to telepathy, but that would allow us a nice uh, buffer uh-uh. for the nope. losses. Sorry. What?
0: Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh, what? Nope. We've seen too
1: much Gene Grey. Well, then we can argue, we'll argue this, we'll argue it afterwards. So that's my, that's my feeling. That was my pick for Jean Grey. So now we can, now we can argue is that is Jean Grey, the first one on your, to, uh, on that your is hit
0: list. First argument. Yep. That is the first one on my hit list. We had an entire.
1: Two, two F- Dark Phoenix movies. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to yeah, go Dark Phoenix.
0: <laughs> and both of them sucked.
1: You know what? I'm going to I'm going to give you this because I'm I'm really happy that I, I don't think we talked about this prior to doing the show that um, neither one if of us. You picked, tell me Dark, if um, you
0: tell me, I swear to God, if you tell me Dark Phoenix is another guilty pleasure, I'm no, stopping no. recording and I'm never doing this show with you again.
1: Oh, no, no, no. What I was going to say was I'm happy that neither one of us picked uh, Wolverine out of all of our picks because we could have, so I had to shift around a little bit. We could have picked Wolverine. I don't, I don't remember putting, bringing that up to you as like something I didn't want to do because we've seen too much Wolverine. And by the same logic, we've seen too much Jean gray. I'll take her off. I'll take her off uh, my list. I'm doing a combined
0: team at the bottom here.
1: Okay. Okay. So so it
0: will be uh, people we both agree upon.
1: Agreed. Okay, so I put a little ha- hash on Jean Grey as to say I-, I will concede that pick because for the same reason that I – and I love Wolverine. If, if, if you guys know <laughs> me, you know I absolutely love Wolverine. We've seen way too much of him in the X-Men. Mm-hmm. There is so much to the X-Men that has nothing to do with with uh, with Wolverine. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take who's Jean on, Grey.
0: Who's on your hit list for me?
1: Okay. Yours is hard, um, giggity. Um, there's there's a lot of great characters on here, so I feel like I feel like I'm going to tell you the the two out of your list that I think have to be in the li- in, in the combined team. I think Colossus, sorry, not Colossus, sorry, Cyclops and Rogue. I feel like
0: okay, so I'll put
1: those If I mean that's that's just immediately out of your out of your two. Those are the two that, that I, I am, I am 100% okay with those two being on the list. Um, It's better here. Sorry. I am. And mm, yeah, this, this is, this is, this is making it difficult for me because there's a lot of reasons that I want some of these characters on the list and it doesn't mean they won't show up later. Um, but I feel, I feel Cyclops and Rogue both have their place in the X-Men, um, cyclops's leader rogue as um you know as a as a put her as a junior member who then becomes a a bigger deal when she you know gets uh captain marvel's powers i think that they're gonna have to lead to that otherwise you get an anna paquin rogue again and you don't get the rogue that we want to see i think i mean i know you're more of a more of a film than uh you know than it comes to x-men but animated series rogue is where it's at yeah absolutely so those are the two on there I feel like that's the easier way for me to do this is to say those are the two that I'm 100% cool with Um, I would I feel like I want to take Gambit out I love Gambit but I feel like either Gambit or Submariner I feel Uh, like should be on the chopping block I'll take Submariner out okay so we'll take so we'll take submariner out. That's that's our that's our one out of we've we, we're conceding. We're so so far this is civil. So I'm good. Oh, okay. um, on who who would be who on my list? Do you think is there one or two that you're like 100? percent I agree. Put them on the list.
0: I and, say storm. Okay. Um.
1: And Kitty Pryde. I'm I'm completely fine with those those picks. So if you want, to, I mean, yeah, because I feel I feel first of all I love how we did we didn't even we didn't even try to do this by the way, and our team's already got some diversity going on. Because mm-hmm. because these it's just like straight up who's a good character. These are all good characters. Throw them in there. Um, love it. Um, nope so now yeah so we're gonna have six correct six yeah
0: okay this is where it gets this is where it gets dicey <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go ahead uh-huh i don't think he's a big enough character okay i'm gonna take forge up.
1: okay so this is this is when the game of chess happens he, you're sacrificing forge uh, in order to to make a play to hopefully get your get your uh, gambit p- pick in there. Here's
0: the thing. Here's the thing you need to realize. We've <laughs> seen plenty of colossus. We've seen plenty of beast. We, we have. have not seen plenty of gambit. And a gambit rogue romance, yeah, might make up for that bullshit romance of Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. <laughs> By okay, in the movies, hundred percent got- agreed. I'm sorry, dude. I know we are supposed to put disclaimers at the beginning of the show. I got fucking tired of that shit by the third movie.
1: Yeah. Um, I am. And like I said before, I love Wolverine. Wolverine's like one of my favorite characters in comics, period. And even I'm like, can we, can we get some, can we get some Bobby Drake in there? Come on. Like there's so many other characters that we, it's like, oh, let's, let's have him. Let's have this one. Like the first time you see uh see Kitty Pride, she just like blinks through a wall and that's it. Like seriously. Um, and we got to well, see, we got Sean to Ashmore see her and Colossus it. together next two though. sorry. And him and, um, uh,
0: Sean Ashmore played Bobby Drake phenomenally. Yeah. Um, who will also be lamplighter in the boys season two. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Just announced yesterday. I didn't realize uh, so I have sacrificed Forge.
1: Okay. So I
0: my I feel that I have given a good response for mm-hmm. my third guy on the team to be Gambit.
1: I think you have, and now this this puts me in a hard situation where We've seen enough Beast. We had four what, three movies, four movies of Beast, five movies. So I feel like if we get if if everyone if everyone gets what they want out of this conversation. And we I think agree. I I think it has to be done. I think it has to be done. I think as much as I love the character, I want Colossus and Kitty Pride together. So I will concede and take Beast off my list.
0: Okay. So
1: And and you know what? I'm okay with that because I love Gambit too. This is <laughs> this is none of these none of these picks were bad. Um nope. the the only one that I thought was bad, you know, was was Cable and and yeah, you 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 picked it. I mean, Forge is still a great character. So our final list, we have Cyclops, Rogue, Storm, Kitty Pride, Gambit, and Colossus. That's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. That's pr- and then we have of course we have Professor Xavier um and to, I'm sure gonna uh, have freaking Deadpool hanging around the uh yes. the X-Men somehow some way. So in doing this we get we have a tie-in to uh Deadpool. We have a tie-in to Black Panther with Storm. We have a tie-in for Captain Marvel. So and by tie-in I mean I mean, they already have a history with characters uh in the MCU. So that way we can see how this plays out in film. Or maybe Storm had a relationship with maybe maybe Storm had a relationship with uh T'Challa before the movies. So when she when like she shows up, she knows like she already knows about um uh Black Panther or maybe that's how maybe that's how t'challa knows about the x men he's like i i have a friend of mine who blah 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 and you get some tension there with the characters so history it could be history of the characters it could be something we see them play into which in my opinion kitty pride coming in as a new recruit to the x men with colossus already being there mm, masterpiece love it and now you get a love a romance
0: of rogue mm-hmm
1: rogue and gambit yep bro that's the last thing i was gonna say rogue and gambit and we get to see and and how i'd play it out would be the beginning you see that very very 90s gambit's been flirting with her he's being respectful but he's, ma- he's making his intentions known i you know calling her Cherie and everything and then she goes absolutely bonkers taking uh captain marvel's powers and then you have the tension of like what do i do uh with um with Gambit, um, man, that would, that'd be so cool. I would, I'd play to see this movie. I would pay. Of course you would. Make it, make the movie. Um, was pretty Brian's- good list. I think that, well, that went well and, uh, it didn't get, it uh, didn't get as dicey as I thought. I thought we would, uh, we would get more angry about our picks.
0: No, no. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I, I really only know the cinematic iterations and the, sure. and the, and the animated '90s show mm-hmm. uh, cartoon. Yeah. So my knowledge is very low, but I wasn't going to pick Jubilee because, to me, Jubilee's powers are fucking useless.
1: They're they're kind of laughable. And I'm glad you didn't pick Morph because I mean, come he
0: on, was a, he was a uh, animated character only, wasn't he?
1: Yes. Yes. He was not, and you know what? But he, he showed up in the comics afterwards, and same thing happened with uh with the one Harley Quinn. She was created just for the comics, and that worked out. So, but but X-Men the Animated Series did not have that that good of luck when it It was a great series, but it did not have that good of luck when it came to creating new characters. I'm not seeing what's on this list. You're not seeing what? Morph? Yeah. What? Yeah, he's a uh, Generation X. I thought he, I thought he was an X Men as well, but maybe I don't know. I know he's, I, I could have sworn. You know what? I, I, I stand corrected. Maybe he was, maybe he didn't show up as a, as an X Men, and he was only part of Generation X, um, a 2017 version of Generation X. So meh. Either way, either way, he was a letdown. Didn't need to be there. Yeah. So let us know, who who do you think should have showed up on this list? What what did we miss? Was there a specific character, like one of your pet characters, that you're like, this character doesn't get enough love and didn't get on the list? Who, who would that be? Tweet at us, or sorry, message us on Facebook, that's what I mean. Tell us on Facebook uh, at Breaking Cinematic Universes uh, who you would be in your pick uh, for X-Men, uh, for your X-Men first class not, again.
0: And I don't even think they go first class. I think at this point.
1: No. Maybe be an already established thing.
0: Yeah. Maybe Cyclops, like they, they're switching out the team and Cyclops is still sticking around, but Jean Grey is moving on to something new. Beast is moving on to something new. So you have them in the movie, but they're not a main component of the movie. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they could be, they could be doing like a, uh, uh, a a B teams esque mission where they're like, oh, we've got you know they're handling things at the the uh, the the satellite school, you know what I mean? Like, like they're bringing up a new school in in such and such, so they're not here. Or you make reference that they used to be there and you don't talk about why they're not. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, if you like sports, check out the ScrumSports dot
0: com for all your Tampa Bay sports needs. Patrick, your turn.
1: Yeah, and if you like video games Video game news, game reviews All that kind of stuff Check out The Land Cave uh, If you're on the RSS feed, you already get the show If not, uh, check us out also on YouTube And Facebook, The Land Cave It's like a man cave, but it's with a land cable You know, old school gaming um, It's basically 30 year olds Talking about still playing games And uh, talking about the game development Of like, what's happening behind the scenes Of different drama It's fun
0: yeah, I'm still waiting for my invite when you guys talk uh, Far Cry 6.
1: When we when we talk Far, far Cry 6, I'll bring you in. Okay.
0: <laughs> Once again, as Patrick said, if you don't agree with our list, if your list would look different, comment on Facebook. Let us know.
1: So, tell us why we're dumb.
0: Don't tell me why I'm dumb, because I'll fight you on that one. <laughs> That's an argument you don't want, folks. Um, that does the first week. We thank you so much. Have a great week.
1: Bye.